Hello, 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 and welcome to Expand the Conversation with Jillian Podcast. Um, I did not list an episode number because I'm still unsure if this will even really be an episode. (laughs) I wanted to come on and record today um, as I'm moving through some pretty big... Would feel like pretty big um, healing opportunities. And I just wanted to talk about my experience and, you know, just how hard some of the healing really can be. Um, I think that it's talked about more, but I still think that it's not talked about enough, um, especially, you know, as I know so many people that have gone through their own versions of their healing journey, especially being in this space, I still feel like I'm going crazy. (laughs) I feel like I'm losing my mind most days, you know, and just that's kind of what makes me feel like, okay, well, maybe it's not talked about enough. Maybe these like dark, scary places that we've created for ourselves in our mind and these emotions that come up as we're healing things that can feel so confusing and so hard, especially when you can see the truth and what's actually happening consciously. But ultimately, when your subconscious believes something, even if you see it consciously, it's still not going to completely eradicate that feeling, that fear, that sadness whatever that belief is. So our bodies still feel it. And so it basically makes you feel like, okay, I understand that this is what's actually happening. But in your body, it's going, no. (laughs) And it doesn't fully allow us to move through it, honestly. So that's something that I've realized, um, especially in with just healing old patterns and processing through emotions, I've really realized how important it is to not get overly analytical with yourself and how important it is to just let yourself go fully into that subconscious belief and process that emotion that's coming up with a subconscious belief. And then after you move through it, then and when you're in a calmer place, then it's time to take action. And that's when you can do things like brain rewiring, you can do breath work, you can do all kinds of reshifting for yourself. That way you're not bypassing what your body is physically feeling because ultimately that's where the relief comes in. It's feeling those emotions and it's letting you fully process through them to be able to move through them. And, you know, it's really interesting because even at the beginning of this episode, you know, I said I wasn't even sure if I was going to share it because honestly, like, I've just been having a day. Today, uh, today is February 19th. Today is my grandmother's birthday, my Nana's birthday. And she passed away two years ago. Um, She had uterine cancer and she was diagnosed during 2020. So before she passed, I didn't see her for probably two and a half years. And that has left a massive hole in my heart 
you know, I tend to feel like I don't belong on this planet sometimes. Um, I'm working on it because, <laughs> because I have to embrace the human experience. But her not being here physically truly activates my abandonment wound. And then not to mention, you know, I've been dating and anytime you start interacting with other humans, it's like, get ready to see what you need to work on next. And not saying that I wasn't ready for it, but I wasn't ready for it. And I think it's just the person that I have actually gone on a couple dates with. We've connected really well and I actually really enjoy spending time with this person. And so it's it's interesting because this person isn't available. I mean, it's really interesting because for me, I've gone into dating, say I won't go for emotionally unavailable anymore. And so the universe found a way to say, what about any kind of available or unavailable? And really dealing with that and allowing myself to see the truth and what is happening in the situation instead of doing what I always do, which tends to be fall in love with the potential with someone or allow myself to get wrapped up in the possibilities of the relationship to see where it could go and just allowing myself to kind of feel more deeply because of that process sometimes. And in that process, like, yeah, it's great to imagine the things that you want and it can be super helpful in manifestation. But sometimes I think we really have to check ourselves and see like, hey, am I creating this false world in my mind, these false feelings and emotions in my mind? Or is this something that's actually existing? And you know, if you have, if, like, if you're around someone and you're feeling this way, man, I would ask. <laughs> I feel like I am so unhinged sometimes lately because I just ask people some of the deepest questions or like, if it comes to my mind, I'm going to ask and so be it. It's out there. It's... <laughs> And allowing myself to really do that because when you get response from other humans, when you're both experiencing the, or you have an experience together with someone else, it's super helpful to be able to get that feedback from the other person. Because one, it allows you to see like what's actually happening in reality, right? Like where are they at? Where are they feeling? what are they feeling about whatever the situationship is? Or it also allows you to like, or I mean, it allows them to know where you're at as well. And so you can take the information and then you can do with it what you will, but at least that way you'll have something to be able to compare your feelings to, or even like you're just not sitting in your head wondering. So many people are afraid of asking questions and it's just got to stop. Like, I know being vulnerable is hard. I know it sucks sometimes. And we live in a crazy world. <laughs> we live in a crazy world where you have like access to people so readily. And I mean, I think it's great because you're able to make so many connections throughout the day. But also, like, I think it drains us so much. But it also is this like, okay, but what happens 
whenever someone isn't good at responding, you know, what happens then? Or what happens when you don't respond and someone doesn't react well to it or they assume that, you know, they don't like you. And I think that happens in the beginning of so many relationships because they don't want to go into it or they're afraid to. They're afraid to ask the question. They're afraid to be vulnerable. And I mean, you guys, anybody listening to this knows that vulnerability is like, I don't know that I'd call it my favorite. I don't even know that I'd call it my specialty. I would just, I'm good at being vulnerable. As I record a podcast sitting in my closet and I've spent the better part of my morning crying. So that's where I'm at. Vulnerable. (laughs) Vulnerability. Trying to pull out something from this experience, trying to pull out something from what's happening in my life right now to see the bigger picture, to see maybe a perspective that I need to change or maybe something that I just haven't realized yet. You know, it's really interesting too, because a lot of the times people say that as you have things that you're working through or patterns that you're working through come up pretty strongly. pretty strongly and you're aware of it, uh, that's generally a good sign. It's generally a sign that it's leaving. So fingers crossed for me. If I end up recording another podcast episode in my closet while I'm crying, then uh, <laughs> then maybe we need to revisit that. Hopefully that ages well. We'll see how it goes. <sighs> I just, you know, there's been these things that I've been realizing about myself lately. And it's it's being in a situation where I'm trying to date and I'm being open and vulnerable in a new way and, you know, allowing myself to to feel and to have fun, but also trying not to get caught up in the way the other person feels and allowing myself to just have fun and enjoy it and not wonder or worry if this is going to be something that's going to last the rest of my life because... <sighs> God knows I am far too intense. And, you know, I I say that. I I say I'm too intense, but I just, I feel really deeply. I I do. I feel really deeply, um, especially as I've opened up spiritually and intuitively. It's really interesting to me when I meet people, especially like, I mean, in friends, in any situation, honestly, I can tell pretty quickly if there's a deeper connection there or if there's a deeper connection that's possible. Obviously, this is something that is tricky because if the other person isn't at the place to have that deeper connection, then whether it's a friendship or, I mean, I'm just talking about any kind of soul aligned relationship here, but if they're not ready to go that deep or to feel into maybe what I'm triggering in them because relationships, mirrors, triggers, they're going to show us some of our deepest, darkest places, honestly. Yeah, but, you know, relationships are always, or interacting with other humans is always going to show us certain things because we can't control other people, you know. It's just about living the human experience and being able to see where you can do better. 
And, you know, I truly believe that self-awareness is both a gift and a curse um, because it's like, at what point do you stop? It's the same. It's the same energy as trying to heal your physical body and you're constantly looking for a problem. If you're constantly looking for a problem, you're always going to find one in any situation, whether it's your job, whether it's, you know, your relationship, whether it's friendships, whether it's I don't know, going shopping and because you don't like it, like you've already decided that it's not going to work out and you're not going to have a good time. So where can you like be open to new possibilities? And I I honestly, like personally, I feel like that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now. Um, This person isn't excess, it isn't exceptionally available. And I get that. But there were some things that were said to me, I don't know, shortly after we started hanging out about how, I mean, just little things about that made me go, oh, so you're unavailable. And like, just little things that have already like, it's basically he's already decided that it's not going to work. And it's like, okay, like if that's what, if that's what you believe and that's where you're at, then why are we going to keep pretending? And, you know, having those conversations can be hard. And especially when, you know, sometimes people aren't to, aren't, uh, like aren't able to notice that maybe it's a subconscious pattern, maybe not, maybe it's a self-defense, um, mechanism, maybe who knows, but it doesn't feel good to be on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) But it also, you know, makes me realize I've been I've been quite literally feeling my abandonment wound um, today. My my guides showed it to me this morning. I know exactly where it is and I can just feel it. And, you know, I had a healing session this morning with my friend. She was on episode three of the podcast, Danielle. I had a session with her this morning and I mean, that helped a ton and that was really beautiful. My Nana came through and she was helping me heal my inner child. And, um, you know, outside of that, it was definitely, you know, I've just been feeling it and I'm allowing myself to feel into it. I'm allowing myself to just like process through these emotions and like grounding myself because for me, it's so easy to get swept up in any emotion. You know, I I learned something recently about Aquarius's. Uh, I am in Aquarius moon. Um, not to mention my other two, my sun and my rising are Gemini. So all of that air, I've got to do a lot of grounding sometimes. But, um, you know, Aquarius's are placed in between Capricorns and Pisces. And Capricorns tend to be known for avoiding emotions. And then on the other hand, you've got Pisces who are known for drowning in their emotions. And so the Aquarians tend to have the gift of both, (laughs) where you can be equally as avoidant to your emotions as well as you can drown in them. And then add in, you know, my layer of Gemini, which is just having all of the emotions and all of the personalities. And I'll give an example of this. And this is kind of what makes me feel crazy. It makes me feel like I'm losing my goddamn mind, honestly. But basically yesterday I had some really cool opportunities present themselves. Like literally wrote something down that I would love to see happen for myself. And within 20 minutes, um, I found support in this 
goal and it's actually going to start happening. Like it, all of the pieces are going to start being placed together. It's going to start being planned. And I'm just so excited about it. And I'm so grateful that that happened. And, you know, in doing energy healing, the high energy healing sessions in person has been so incredible. And that's just got me lit up that I never thought that I would be sitting in my closet today crying, honestly. And I just feel like a crazy person. And, you know, in doing healing and even with the high sessions and sending it to myself and sending it to other people, obviously there's all of this stuff that's moving. And I feel like for the past two months, I've been in this tornado of healing and of movement, of things shifting within me, old patterns being broken down, um, going deeper into them and just... <sighs> you know, feeling a little bit like it's out of my control. And I know that not to be true, but it's definitely been the feeling. I feel like I'm stuck in this, uh, my dear friend calls it a fear tornado. Um, some of it's fear, some of it's, I guess a lot of it's fear, honestly. And I just haven't really admitted that to myself until now. Coming at you live. <laughs> but. I, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's a lot of fear coming up. And even just in the dating stuff, like, I'm so afraid that I'm going to fall in love again or be in a relationship that changes the way I live my life, right? Because whenever you move in with someone or whenever you start accommodating other people, then it changes. Like, it just changes you. And I'm afraid of that. And then, like, having to, you know, and then if that ends, like having to reshift everything again. And I mean, I know that's life change is inevitable, but, and I mean, you know, relationships, it takes two. So they're always unexpected. And it's just, you know, I've been afraid of that. I've been afraid of not succeeding in my business. Like, what if I go and do everything that needs to be done for this event I just mentioned? And then like, no one shows up. Like, <laughs> and, I, I don't know that that will be the case. Um, I doubt, like, the likelihood of that being the case is pretty small, but it's just so overwhelming right now that I can't see my way through. And so what I do whenever I can't see my way through is I lean into the emotions and I meditate and I breathe and I just sit and I exist. And I'm trying to figure out if, if this is me in a functional freeze state or if it's because I really just need to know that I am here right in this moment and that everything else is going to work itself out and that no matter what happens, I'm safe. I'm going to be okay. And that I will make it through on the other side, you know, and it's something that is hard for me to admit. Um, I mean, especially doing the work that I do, you would think that as you become more self-aware and as you know what your triggers are and the things that you need to heal within yourself, you think it would just get easier. And I'm not saying that it doesn't, but I mean, and I, not everyone's me, you know, not everyone's as emotional as I am. Um, if there's two things that I know for sure I've been put on this planet for, it's definitely feeling all of the feelings all of them all at once. And 
also just expressing them and expressing my experience, sharing my story and using my voice as much as possible. And I feel like everything that I've been going through is pushing me closer and closer to music and wanting to go into that because I just, I need something else that's going to make me feel other than just crying in my closet. And not saying that I do this all the time. Like, <laughs> I I am generally okay, everyone. Um, Just today's, today's a day. And it's, it, it's going to be exactly what it needs to be, you know? And I definitely think that the universe is, has been talking to me and is showing me things. And sometimes we don't like that. Uh, we don't like the direction that we should go or that's most aligned for us. But honestly, avoiding that sometimes can just make what you're going through more difficult or what you're going through feel harder because it's, I'm getting this, like I'm being shown this kid, like digging their heels in but their parents still like dragging them to do something and sometimes it feels like that's what it feels like when it's time to let something go to remove attachments or even like going into a lesson deeper you know if we're supposed to learn something like about this abandonment wound like if I'm going deeper into it I definitely don't want to like it feels super uncomfortable feeling it I would like it to just not be there but based on my history, <laughs> it's there. I'm, yeah, I just, I'm just rambling today. I'm getting some rambles done. And I don't know if this is going to be helpful. Like I said, I don't even know if this is going to come out. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Maybe eventually, if I can ever even like muster listening back to, listening back to this. And I, I'm surprised I'm not as emotional as I'm talking through this stuff because I, felt I was literally having my own personal tower moment earlier and I could feel the tower falling. I could feel it all falling apart and I just didn't love that. Uh, but I know that as we break down, as we move through these things, it allows us to rebuild. It allows us an opportunity and space to create new, to allow new patterns to form. And maybe that's exactly what this is, is I just had to go through this experience to feel what I've been feeling and to see what that looks like. Because let's be honest, like, I don't live in a Disney movie or or a rom-com for that matter. So maybe, maybe, I mean, I really want to believe that for myself that when I meet the right person, it's going to be easy and it's just going to be fast and amazing more than anything. But sometimes that's not what we need. And sometimes we just are meant to be shown what needs to be healed before we can call that in. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it can be a super aligned relationship, but it triggers the fuck out of you. And that could just be because you have, like, you're needing to learn from this person. You're needing to learn these lessons. You're needing to experience them. You're needing to figure out how you are in relationships or, you know, in that specific relationship and see where you're still not empowered, where you're still seeking outside of yourself. Because I feel like ultimately the universe is always giving us signs and clues on how we can step more into our own power and we can 
be loud in our empowerment and really embody our empowerment and just existing isn't enough anymore is what it feels like. Just existing and going through the motions isn't enough anymore. So, you know, allowing yourself to heal this, like heal certain parts of you so that way you can truly live in the magic of what is the world and or what is the human experience. And, you know, I say that with awareness. That's not what I want to say. Experience the world. You can go deeper into. I mean, not saying that you have to like go into the dark deepest depths of your traumas. I mean, not everyone has the the extreme amount of traumas that I've had, but it's definitely something that you can experience the magic in the world. And allowing yourself to clear the limiting beliefs, to clear what was ingrained in you as a child or at any point in your life that made you feel like life isn't magic. Um, I mean, our our human bodies are a whole magical experience in its own. And it's definitely something that I am always just in awe of the human body, like the way it does so much, just it does so much to keep us alive. And we don't even have to think about any of it, really. I mean, right now inside of me, my body is making more blood cells. I'm not even thinking about, I mean, I thought about it just then, but I'm I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not like sitting here going, okay, I need to get this to do this so I can make a new red blood cell and then this is going to happen and I'm creating energy for myself and I got to get the, you know, ATP going and all this stuff. And it's like, no, no, that's not, that's not how this works. I exist in my physical body just does what it needs to do without me having to ask it or anything. And then, you know, there's our mind. <laughs> Which is also like the most magical thing, <sighs> creating thoughts, creating these words, having such profound emotions. Um, this world is magic and we are raised to believe that it's not. And so anytime that you're able to heal something within yourself to allow yourself to see the magic a little bit deeper or a little more, it's always quite beautiful, in my opinion. And Yeah. So I just don't, I'm trying to find the balance, trying to find the balance in the healing process, the, the healing of patterns, the healing of traumas, you know, people talk about enlightenment, like, or I mean, I've had people tell me before in what I'm doing, like what, you're just going to do this until you reach enlightenment. And then what? And it's like, no, (laughs) I don't think that's, that's it. I don't know that that's ever going to come. Um, but it's just, I do feel better. And that's something that like, I I don't, I don't take for granted is the healing that I've done thus far is, man, I'm, I'm a completely different person, which is great. And the self-awareness is huge, honestly, because in the past I could have just let myself get caught up in the emotions, get caught up in the in the like triggers of what's being shown to me and blaming it on myself. Ooh, that's not, not great. Don't recommend. Um, and also like defaulting to calling myself crazy. So maybe this, this episode is a bit of a reflection in itself, but (sighs) allowing myself to, because yeah. So when I do that, when I 
when when I used to do that, right, like not be aware and just kind of letting the emotions control me, it it, it really is disempowering <laughs> because it it does make me feel like I have zero control. And not that I always need to have control. My spirit team is probably like less control, Jillian, less control. <laughs> Doing my best. But I mean it allows it allows me to understand on some level what this emotion is. And I don't think intellectualizing emotions is exceptionally helpful, honestly, because again, like you're you're taking yourself out of feeling the emotion. And feeling the emotion is definitely the yeah, feeling the emotion is definitely the way to move through it. And I mean, you want to have some understanding to it, but like, it's not always necessary. It's not always necessary to intellectualize emotion. Sometimes you just have an emotion because you have an emotion. And I like to think of this in music. This past weekend, I was in Dripping Springs and Austin area to send a couple of high sessions to some friends. And um, my friend, he, he, he gets me when it comes to music. He really does. And so, you know, music for me is definitely a love language because I, music makes me feel. And it's so funny because sometimes I talk about feelings and talk about how tired I am of feeling and feeling them. (laughs) But then there's times where I'm like, I just want to feel something. And it's funny because I had gone over there and I, I, I was singing and I was listening to music on my way there, but I still had found, I was looking for something I wanted to listen to. There was something I was wanting to feel, something that I was wanting to hear to like help me feel this feeling. And I couldn't find it in my music. And I was like, well, you know, maybe eventually, right? So I'm cooking them dinner one night um, while I was there just to say thank you for letting me be in their space. Um, I go visit them as much as possible. But in doing that, he started playing music. And he played this music that literally spoke to my soul. It was exactly what I was looking for. It was the emotion I was wanting to feel. It was like, it just moved through me in such a beautiful way. And maybe like that in some way was activating me to like lead me up to this emotional day. And it's so interesting because it just made sense. I heard it and it just made sense. And I was like, this is what I've been looking for. And I love when stuff like that happens because it's just, it's really a beautiful thing to see how it comes in that way. And I, uh, yeah, I'm here for it. I don't remember where I was going with this, but basically, yeah. So I love feeling, looking for this music to feel and it's, but I also like, I love feeling as long as I'm getting to like decide how I want to feel and what's making me feel that way when it's not my control. <laughs> it gets a little harder. Of course, as anything that's not in, like that we're not in control of, it's we have this false sense of security as humans where we believe that we can control so much. <laughs> and man, people will like work themselves to death. Uh, so much trying to control things. And I've always had the most magic happen whenever I just am not controlling, whenever I just let things play out as they need to. Sometimes it's just hard, uh, especially, you know, on days like today where I've already got this, I'm already feeling some type of way because my Nana, 
She's an angel. And I know she's here, honestly. Like I said, she came in through the healing this morning. Like she's with me all the time. And I truly believe that and just got massive chills um, when I said that. And, you know, I know she's here. Um, It's just interesting because it's like, I really wish I could have a hug. (laughs) And that's just something that's not available to me anymore because she's moved on. And, you know, I know that's part of life and part of the human experience. And it's so funny because I'm not afraid of death at all. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it's... I'll be back. <laughs> which which uh, iteration is this? Which which round are we on? Um, I mean, who knows? On the planet, on the planet, it's at least at least three that I've seen uh, on planet Earth and other lifetimes. Who even knows? But it's definitely something that I've accepted. I just it's when you lose people that are close to you that I know that it's really hard and not and just having that feeling like that connection's lost. And I've had, I've got friends that have shown me that like the connection isn't always lost. Just, it just changes. Change. It's an interesting word, you know, and I, I feel myself changing and I know it's for the better and I'm excited to see what the rest of this year holds for me. Um, only uh, lots of good things, honestly, lots of good things is what, what I feel, what I see in my future, but it's just a matter of continuing to do the things and not letting myself get distracted in these emotions, not letting myself get caught up in wanting a love story so bad that I am neglecting other things in my life to get said love story because that's not helpful at all. And I I want it to be natural. I want it to be genuine. I want to be courted. (laughs) <laughs> or wooed. <laughs> I really do. I, I I want that for me. And I've never had that because I've always felt like I needed to control the situation. And I think that's the biggest part of this is it's like sitting down and taking the back seat is not, it's not my favorite, but you have to trust. Like I'm learning that I have to trust that people will do what they say they're going to do or that people will show me who they are, that people will show me what they're willing to do. People will show me the effort that they're willing to put forth or, you know, that they're willing to show me how they care about me. And it's a scary place to be because of being abandoned in the past, because of, you know, lots. And part of it's healing. It's mostly just healing my relationship with the masculine in general, because there's been a lot of times where I've been shown that, like, if I don't do it and show up and make it happen, then it's not going to happen and they'll leave me. But sometimes and it's funny because this has been coming up in my client sessions a couple of times. It's like if they leave you, maybe it's not meant for you. What a concept. What a concept that is. It makes so much sense saying it out loud now. And I think it's funny because in doing a lot of the healing sessions, it's definitely been, you know, like I said, healing and activating for me as well. And it's definitely some of the messages that come through are definitely also for me and not not always necessarily in the moment. Like, <laughs> I don't I didn't think I needed to hear that message when it first came through. And I didn't think of looking into it further because honestly, I was like, OK, it's a client session. This is for my client. And this is what 
is coming through for them. Um, and that, I mean, that in general has been an experience of its own of just having the client sessions happen and allowing them to move through me and learning, learning more than I thought. Like, I don't know that some of this stuff would have come up if I didn't have these sessions. And I don't know that I would be where I'm at right now without these client sessions, because they've definitely expanded me more. They've taught me more things. And it's really been cool to allow myself to lean into that. (sighs) Well, I've just been recording this entire episode and realized that I didn't even have my microphone selected as the input. But here we are anyway. But it's been cool to allow myself to lean into just fully releasing and trusting what comes through in the sessions. And that's been a whole experience on its own just because having the trust to know that my intuition is telling me exactly what my client needs to hear (laughs) can be a little rough because sometimes stuff will come up for me that just does not make sense. And I've always utilized my intuition for me and sometimes it didn't make sense. Uh, Maybe, maybe one day I'll tell you that story. Um, you know, maybe I'll record it today while I'm, while I'm sitting in my closet in my vulnerable space. (laughs) Um, maybe I can tell it now. You know what? We don't need a whole episode on it. Let's just get in there, get quick and get out. Uh, yeah. So I, I've listened to my own intuition in the past. You know, a lot of the times I just happen to message people at the perfect time. Whether they're needing support or they just need someone to talk to, I just have a knack for knowing when to reach out, um, especially people that I care about or that I'm close with. And that's always been cool to see how that happens. And I didn't really understand it for a long time, but I just knew that I would reach out at the perfect time. And with that being said, one time a friend of mine, I don't know that we are friends anymore, but I would still consider this person as a friend. He was was going through a divorce and was just having a hard time with it. And I mean, as most people would, right? Ending relationships is hard, especially when you're not the one who made that choice. I mean, even when you are the one that made that choice, it's hard. But he was just going through it. And our friend circle knew that I was going through my spiritual awakening. They saw all the things. They knew I was getting into some uh, energetic stuff pretty deeply and into the healing space pretty deeply. And he was just asking me questions about it. So I reach out and he like, we just talk and I'm just like, you know, I know it feels hard, but like as someone that's outside of the situation, it's like, know that it's going to be okay. Like know that like it could be even better than you imagine, you know? And It's so funny how we can be so like wise with others sometimes. And when it comes to ourselves, we're like, ugh, (laughs) it's never going to be okay. And it's all going to suck forever. Uh, Because I mean, that's definitely how I was feeling this morning. And then I just heard myself say that. And I'm like, wow, that's really needed to hear that. So it's interesting because so we connect and we have and and it was my intuition like i literally was just like i feel like i need to reach out to this person i didn't know him very well um like i said we were in the friend, same friend circle but only met him a couple times but i was like let me reach out to this person so i did and i feel like it really helped him and i also f- i mean i feel like right like i can't speak to the truth of his experience um 
but basically things kind of went in a different direction and it became more of an emotional connection. And I was still in a relationship at the time. And so that was something that was like really jarring to me because I'm like, why am I feeling this way about someone else if I'm in a relationship? And, you know, it's it's really interesting because anytime I'm doing something that's like in alignment or I, I don't want to say meant to be, but that's in alignment in my journey and that is a pivotal moment in my life, I always, I can feel it. Like the energy is palpable. And there was one day that this friend and I had gone on a hike together and it was this whole like vortex. Time didn't exist. Like we just talked for hours and hours and then finally we were like, I think it's probably getting late. <laughs> um, but this connection was just kind of, it was, it was really jarring to me because I really didn't understand how I could be feeling this way about someone when I was still in a relationship and I was engaged. And I, you know, we had talked about that some even and where I was at with that. And I think that helped me process through some of the emotions I had been having and that I didn't want to really look at. And so that was incredibly helpful. And, you know, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know where I would have been at this point in my life if I hadn't had that experience, if I hadn't listened to my intuition and had that experience, because that essentially was the catalyst to me going to my partner at the time saying, hey, I need something different. Like, I need something to change. I'm not happy. I didn't realize, like, it, it just opened my eyes more than anything. And I mean, like I said, this this friend and I, um, we don't really talk anymore for other reasons, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So just trusting my intuition and allowing myself to go into that experience fully and completely without any judgment is what really, I think, allowed me to have the experience that I needed. And I think that's a huge part of healing is releasing judgment completely, releasing judgment completely on what it is that we are going through, what emotions we're feeling. And, you know, judgment can come from that intellectualization of our emotions sometimes, because it's like you're judging the emotion. Like, why am I having this emotion? Why is it happening? And and honestly, more than anything, I think this podcast episode is helping me so much because it's making me realize how much I was doing that to myself, how much I was looking at these emotions I was having. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Why are you feeling this way? Or like, whatever. And in reality, it's just an emotion and it, it will pass. It will move through because emotions are not permanent, even though they feel that way sometimes. But allowing myself to feel into the emotions and obviously getting in any like information or insight or, you know, useful information that can help me go deeper into my healing is obviously helpful. But there's a way to do that. It's like being curious about the emotion instead of judging it and saying, Oh, my God, this is wrong. Why am I having it? Like, no, like, hey, hey, sadness. How are you feeling? What are you doing? <laughs> What's making us feel this way? Why does it feel like there's a hole in my chest right now? And allowing yourself to go into it is really what will let you release it. 
and lets you see the emotion for what it is, lets you feel the experience. And even as you feel the emotion, if it's something that like someone else did to you or an experience that you had, like you can always reshape that, you know, that's the opportunity where you can take in that version of yourself, whether it was an inner child, whether you were a teenager, younger version of yourself, whatever, you can get that younger version of yourself. You can call in that version of yourself through meditation and you can literally just treat that version of yourself exactly the way you needed to be treated in the scenario that happened. That way you don't feel that way anymore. That way it allows that version of yourself to feel the support they needed, to feel what they needed. And so you can move on from it. You're not stuck in this loop that's going to keep you there forever, feeling this emotion in your subconscious because you felt it, you've processed it, and you've released it. So it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. These emotions, they're always showing us something for sure. And usually it's so funny because usually when we over-intellectualize emotions, it's like, it's, we make it way more complicated than it is. Like even me for this abandonment wound, right? Like I just want to feel safe. I want to feel safe. I want to feel like, I want to feel like someone that says that they care about me and they are interested in me are also matching those words with actions. And when they're not, I start to feel unsafe. And so it's like, okay, that's my cue to say, you know what, maybe this isn't going to work because I need to feel safe. You're telling me one thing, your actions aren't there. So where's my proof? You know, how do I know that what you're saying to me isn't just words? Because I'm an emotional being. So I want to, I want to, I want to understand the emotions that other people are having. I want to understand that they're also feeling them. So I don't feel alone in the emotions that I have, especially, you know, not everybody emotes quite as intensely as I do, but that way anybody that I'm interacting with or like exploring a romantic relationship with, that way I know that they're also feeling it. I'm extremely, I'm, I'm an empath too. So it's like, also, I just feed off of other people sometimes. So it's like, I don't need to hear anything when I'm around someone if I know they're interested, you know, if I can feel that. But that's just not the world we live in. And you don't meet someone and then like spend every waking moment with them. You know what I mean? So it's that getting comfortable and allowing myself to see that maybe they do feel that way, but also needing the action behind it, because I think that's a huge thing. And I definitely, in healing my relationship with masculine energy in general, like I really, like I said, I want to be, I want to be wooed. I want to be, I don't want to be chased, but I would like to be courted. I would like to, you know, have the man step fully step into that position because I don't want to control things anymore. And I would like to relax and be in my feminine and just enjoy the experience and enjoy the feelings that are happening and really drop into my feminine flow in this dating experience, whatever that means. I, I, I'm, it's so funny. I'm recording this and I'm like, I don't even know that I'm going on any dates ever again. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, I'm not, I don't know that I'm open to it right now, but we'll see. I'm sure that'll change. I've said that many a time before, but I am just having a moment. I'm having a moment, having a day processing and catching you guys up on what I've been going through. And, you know, may my Nana rest in peace. Happy birthday, Nana. Happy heavenly birthday. I miss you every day so much. And, Maybe this is exactly what I needed. 
maybe this recording this episode is the medicine that I needed. I needed to walk myself through what I was feeling, allowing myself to be my own savior, which is always a beautiful thing, beautiful gift, because I am not the victim. I don't subscribe to the victim mindset anymore, and I love that for myself. But that's it. Thank you so much for listening to whatever this was, and I hope that you got something out of it. Um, if you did, please like feel free to reach out to me on Instagram either on the podcast Instagram or on my personal Instagram. I will be talking more about the high energy healing sessions in another episode coming up so soon. Anyway, I'm going to be talking more about the high energy healing sessions I have to offer now. Those will be available in Houston. Um, I am sending these sessions in the Heights area at a new state of being and then online sessions are also available to anyone in the world. So excited about this and sending everyone, including myself, so much love and light. And thank you for listening to, again, whatever this rant was. And I hope you have the best day. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Expand the Conversation podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on your favorite platform. Your feedback means the world to me. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions for future episodes, reach out to me on social media. I would love to hear from you. So let me know you are listening and stay updated on all things Expand the Conversation. Be sure to follow and tag me on Instagram at expandtheconversation.podcast. If you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please share it. See you next time.